Imagine your wedding day on white marble floors beneath crystal chandeliers and exquisite ceiling drapery. Nestled on Long Bay Point Marina in Virginia Beach, the Gala 417 is a modern and luxurious waterfront wedding venue with all-inclusive packages, award-winning catering packages, and a dedicated team of gala girls to assist you every step of the way. The Gala is the perfect place to say, I do. Your dream wedding is just a click away. Learn more at thegala417.com. For over 70 years, Hercules Tires has been empowering more drivers to ride on the strength of a brand that delivers the performance they demand, the choices they desire, and the affordability they deserve. Plus, the company's comprehensive warranty, called the Hercules Performance Promise Plan, ensures peace of mind to match performance. And now, they're putting a little bread behind the tread. With a prepaid MasterCard for up to $70 on qualifying purchases from April 1st through May 15th. Visit HerculesTires.com slash MeatEater to learn more and find what moves you. everybody and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. Tonight we go to Surrey and some very strange events. An unseen stomping thing. No human is capable of doing that. There are areas in the UK that have a number of reports of strange phenomena, all within a couple of miles of each other. Surrey is one of those areas. Around Box Hill and Dorking Deep Dean, there are a number of strange reports. Now, two further people have come forward to report events that they had in the same area also. There are eight reports in this very small piece of the UK and a strange disappearance of a young girl. What is it about this area that seems to exude paranormal and supernatural events? There are reports of upright, hairy, ape-like creatures. Two reports of an invisible being that could be heard crashing away in the trees. Two new reports came into BBR in the last three months. I've listed all of the encounters in one place, in the hopes that you can help with this puzzle. An Unseen Stomping Thing, 2018 Deborah, I've not forwarded this to you. Until now, because I was hoping, as time passed, that I'd have to come to some sort of logical explanation about what happened. And I would be able to write it off as normal and just forget about it. But two plus years later, I still can't. I still struggle to understand it. Exactly the same as I did while it was happening. My only thought being, 
I can't believe what is happening. That's all that went through my head at the time. It was no figment of my imagination. And it's as real to me today as it was then. And no amount of time passing will change that fact. It was, quite simply, out of this world. At least outside the realm of anything I've heard before. It happened when I was on my way to meet a friend at Denby's Winery in Dark in Surrey, near to Dark in Deep Dean, and it was the summer of 2018. I got off the train at Box Hill and West Humble Railway Station around lunchtime on a beautiful summer day, and while I was strolling down the road without a care in the world, I was feeling relaxed and happy. I was looking forward to meeting my friend, but just as I reached a section of the path by a gate that had a no-entry sign on it, beyond which was what looked like an overgrown area of woodland, heavy with trees and blackberry bushes, it looked inaccessible on foot. And as I looked, I stopped dead in my tracks on hearing something in there, which at first sounded like a person just foraging around in the undergrowth. They were brushing up against bushes there, and that was until I heard what followed. The sound of unbelievably heavy footsteps on the ground, close by, but the maker of the footsteps was completely out of view. These were no ordinary footsteps, but they came from two feet, well spaced apart, that literally pounded the ground. It was so loud, I ran across the road feeling terrified, thinking what on earth could make that much noise and how big it must have been. As I realised, no human was capable of doing that. As if that wasn't bad enough, what followed was even louder. I heard the unmistakable sound of a tree being thumped really heavily and thumped with brute force. Then came the sound of splintering wood before it fell with a loud crash to the ground. I could not believe what I'd just heard, but instinctively I knew I had to get away from there ASAP, which I did, as I think the shock of what just happened to me put me into flight or fight mode as I was full of adrenaline. As there is no way I'd have been able to run at that speed, the speed that I ran from all the way to Denbys without stopping, is quite a distance. That is not usual for me. When I told my friend what had happened, she believed me, but she'd never seen me in that state before. I was wide-eyed, petrified, and pouring with sweat and fear, and totally out of breath. I grew up in Surrey, and I know the Box Hill and West Humble Darking area well since childhood. I'm middle-aged now, but this was like nothing I've experienced before. Though I have had a few other experiences there, just not anything like this one. An overwhelming feeling of being watched. I camped at Bletchworth's Fort or Fort Road on Box Hill with my then boyfriend. It's a strange, eerie place even in the daytime, but by night it becomes something else entirely. When we were there, we heard all kinds of noises around our tent and we couldn't get to sleep. But every time we looked outside the tent to see what was making the noise, there was no one there. 
we left in the early hours of the morning and I haven't gone back since. There was this overwhelming feeling of being watched while in the old shower block there. I couldn't wait to get out. I felt haunted there, especially around the fort where we camped. It's rumoured witches still practice around Box Hill. And while there, out walking during the day, we came across an entire village completely camouflaged by trees. You'd never know it even existed, as it can't be seen by aerial view. There was not a soul in sight there. But lots of the houses, they looked like log cabins, were occupied as the chimneys were smoking. We had a strong feeling to leave the place as it just felt so strange there. Now there are a number of older reports in the area, one of which happened a very short walk away in 2012. And a person training on the steps of Box Hill heard a strange wood-knocking sound. They then saw a creature they described as ape-like. They said the fur was brown in colour with patches of grey. The face was very human with a flat nose, but the jaw was big. It looked out of proportion to the head. The head was domed at the top. The animal stood on two legs but appeared to slump forward and the arms were long in proportion to the body. The animal was very thick built. I can only say solid muscle. It was frightening, the build of this thing. I'm not sure the height from the angle I was at. I could only estimate about six foot plus, but I'm not sure. The animal stood staring at me for about 30-ish seconds before turning around and walking off, but it continued to watch me. When this report was released, another person got in touch with me through the BBR group on Facebook and they made a report of his own. Like the earlier witness, this chap heard and felt what came crashing through the bushes, but he couldn't see it. Which for me is far more terrifying than being confronted with an ape-like creature. With the ape man, at least you can see him coming for you. But with these invisible life forces, you're fighting a foe you cannot see. You have no idea how big it is, how small it is, how wide it is, or any of that, but you can hear it. And you can feel it, but you can't put your eyes on it. The Dark and Deep Dean, Invisible Creature. This was the chap that got in touch with me through the Facebook group. Hi, I just saw your post about an ape or something that was seen at Box Hill in Darkin, which I believe I've definitely encountered before. I was visiting an old abandoned tunnel in Darkin Deep Dean, which I'd been to before with two friends. All went fine that night and we got some great pictures. When I got back, I told my brother, who really wanted to visit there too. So I eventually agreed to take him back there. It was late in the evening when we went back one night and we found the tunnel again easily. And just before I was about to climb in, he tapped me and said, I can hear something. So obviously, I thought it was just other people, explorers doing the same thing as us. There's nothing to worry about. So we moved out onto some grass to wait for them to finish and leave so that we could carry on. I sat and listened, but I couldn't hear anything. So I suggested we carry on and go and explore the tunnel. I hadn't really noticed the two dogs barking in the distance, when all of a sudden, this loud roar 
which I cannot explain, happened. The roar shut the two dogs up straight away. It was the silence that made me realise the background noise of the dogs had stopped. And I never heard them bark again after that roar. The next second, all of the branches around us started to snap. It was like something was coming rapidly through the trees towards us, but we couldn't see it. It was moving the trees, breaking and snapping branches like they were twigs as it moved. And then it stopped suddenly and everything went completely silent. After a couple of minutes of silence, my brother whispered, Will, what the hell was that? And I slowly whispered back, I don't know. Just don't move, because whatever it is, it's big. We stood there for around ten minutes in silence, not saying a word to each other. We were just listening for any sound. I felt like it was watching us, but I didn't say anything to my brother. But you could feel it staring at you, but you couldn't see it anywhere. My brother then whispered, Will, can we go? And I still said, no, whatever that is, I'm not having that chase me while we're running off. So we stood there for another ten minutes in silence waiting. We heard more noise, but nothing like the first time. This was more like something walking about on dead leaves, but that could have been anything. So eventually we did leave slowly. I've been to countless abandoned places, he said, and woods, and I've never heard anything like this. All I can explain to people was maybe it was some kind of ape or a Bigfoot, because I don't know of anything in the UK that that's big, that's wild like that, that could break branches like they were nothing. He said I didn't speak about it much, as I can't explain what the noise was, or what it could have been, except something big and not native to this country. I would love to find out what it actually was, he said. I've never heard or experienced anything like that before, and I still haven't to this day. I couldn't believe that somebody else had also seen or had the same sort of experience. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers. Or... The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Woodwork prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is me. They were saying it was some sort of ape, as that was also all I could put it down to. You know, with it being high up in the trees and the snapping and moving through the branches like there were sticks. A large humanoid shadow. This witness report came in quite recently, also through the Facebook group. 
I live not far from Box Hill and I have mixed feelings about this talk of Bigfoot reports in the area. It's not exactly remote. A lot of people live up there and have things like motion-activated lights and CCTV cameras. I know a couple who lived up there until recently and they've never reported anything strange. It is also surrounded by busy roads and three large towns within a few miles. That said, he said, there was a story about something or someone that was living in the old Napoleonic fort, which has since been excellently restored just a few years ago. Back when I was a kid, we were talking late 1970s. Me and a few of my mates cycled up there and got into the fort. We were armed with bicycle lights. We ventured in a bit of a way and we all got spooked by something at the same moment. I swear to this day, a large humanoid shadow moved across the torch beams at the far end of the corridor. Or was it just one of our shadows projected on the wall? I don't know, but we legged it and we didn't go back in. Now, just to the north of Dark and Deep Dean in Book, uh, Box Hill, and but still within walking distance, is an area known as Great Bookham. And there are two very strange reports from either side of one lane. The first one being, about 9pm one evening, I was walking with my dad and our dog over at Norbury Park in Great Bookham. We were on the track that adjoins Dorking Road and Crabtree Lane. We were watching the foxes playing in the field when I noticed a large dog-shaped figure in the middle of the track. It was large at least three to four foot high. It was very shaggy looking. It had brown fur and it was quite blurry as if it was out of focus. I tried to scare it off as I was scared of it and I wondered if it would be nervous enough to attack us. But my dad couldn't see it at all and our own dog wasn't fussed. I thought it was a trick of the light so I tried my dad's glasses to see if that made a difference. But it remain there I could still see it we walked towards it and it remained there until about two meters from it it never became clear at any point it remained a blurry apparition the whole time in the area where it was standing everything around it for about five meters or so was icy cold even my dad who really doesn't believe in these things said so it was like walking into a freezer We walked on and looking back, I could see it again about three metres away. It remained the entire time. It was there the whole time I was there and stayed and patted a horse with my dad but kept my eye on it up the track before turning off. All the time it remained in the same place. Now the creature was seen again in August of 2010, just on the other side of the estate. A shaggy brown creature was seen in the middle of a track between Polesden Lane and Admiral Walk. The blurry shuck uh, was around a metre high. It was described as very shaggy looking and had brown fur and then it just vanished. Dorking Deep Dean in the Box Hill area is to be one of those places where many ancient sites were disturbed when they were built upon. Now it's a place people choose to spend their leisure time. I think they would be shocked if they knew 
of the many paranormal, supernatural and UFO reports that happen close by. There is also the strange case of a missing girl who vanished on the hill itself. Now, Ruth Wilson from Bletchworth in Surrey went missing on the 27th of November 1995. That morning, Ruth went into Dorking with friends and after saying goodbye to them, she took a taxi in the pouring rain to Box Hill. The taxi driver said he dropped her off near the Hand in Hand pub, which is adjacent to Box Hill, at about 4.30pm. Ruth has not been seen or heard from since. Despite some unconfirmed sightings of her around Surrey area, Ruth's whereabouts still remain a mystery. So what is it about this area that causes this phenomenon or attracts it? Is it a series of coincidences? Even though two of the witnesses experienced the same crashing invisible thing years apart without knowing each other. One was a young man in his 20s and the second witness middle-aged. Just a short walk to the west is an area called Lynch Hill. The, do- the locals there claim their dogs react badly on the hill. Many of them refuse to enter the area. In 1997, a weird-shaped object was reported to the newspaper. A local resident said they saw a strange-shaped object in the sky and they made the report to the UFO network. I saw one weird-shaped object. It looked like a circle with a rectangle on it. It had two prongs coming off from the circle and it was white and very bright. There's another report, um, 2014, of a bright light that followed two women. Happened on the 22nd of March uh, 2014 at 11.45pm to be exact. And the witness says, I was in a car with my mum. We were driving down a quiet, private, dark road and suddenly, directly behind us, was a really bright, multicoloured flashing light that came out of nowhere. A strange feeling of an ease came over both of us as this light seemed to be following us. When my mum drove faster, it did the same. Neither of us looked directly at it, only in the mirror. It was flashing red and blue and the most prominent colour was green. It was so, so bright and close, like nothing I'd ever seen before. The beam of light disappeared as we entered a more busy road. It turned into a single green dot and disappeared, just like that. Now we move from Box Hill to other areas in the UK where there have been some very strange reports made by dog walkers of large puma and panther-like cats that don't seem to be afraid of them. Now I've got a strange story for you tonight where locals fear a sheep that was stripped to the bone think that it maybe was killed by a big cat after a dog walker spots a panther in the area. Now as you know, We take reports of any strange experience witnessed by ordinary people out there. Lately, while the country of England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales has been on lockdown, the number of alien big cat sightings have increased in the UK. The cats are being reported almost weekly. Cat kills, animal mutilations all across the country. Ian Harlan will be doing a follow-up investigation 
and we'll bring you some added information on tonight's reports, which will air in a week or so's time. Ian himself is a witness to one of Britain's wild cats. Now, for over a hundred years, reports of big cats, sometimes referred to as alien big cats, doesn't mean that they're from another galaxy, simply means that they're alien to the UK. These cats have, and the reports of them have come into newspapers, police stations, all across the UK. All the while, our government, for some reason, chooses to deny they exist. Big cats, such as panthers, puma, leopards, are capable of walking dozens of miles a day, as they each need their own territory. And they are capable of killing, climbing a tree, hiding their prey, putting it in long grass. In the 30s and 40s, large cats were being reported out in the wildest places, so Snowdonia, Dartmoor, Northumberland, the Highlands, um, Brecon Beacons, and all over the very wild places of the UK. They'd stay far away from any humans. The odd shepherd would make a report or a hill climber would. They shied away from people and kind of kept to their own areas. Back then, I think they were sparse in number and they had huge swathes of habitat to exist in. In the 70s or 80s, there was a change in the number of sightings, how often they were seen and the places that they were seen in. Now the large cats were down in the valleys and rural areas. Tourists and hill walkers and hikers would see them and make the reports. Long crofts in Scotland seemed to have been replaced for countryside and woodlands. Farmers standing fields would see them. But these places were still very rural, you know, with miles of habitat between them and the towns. The scary beast, Felicity the Puma and the Beast of Bodmin, were quite famous examples of this. In the 2000s, things changed, and not for the better. Cats were being reported by drivers on our roads. They were reported on the odd occasion to have attacked the human who they'd encountered. But even so, the cats kept their distance from us still most of the time. It was a rare set of circumstances that brought people into contact with them. Although one policeman reported that he'd been struck by a Labrador-sized cat, a young boy was attacked in Wales, had a five-inch scar on his face, and one chap from Westmoreland was left with bruises and scratches after walking through the woodland at night. Now, I've noticed a very worrying pattern emerging. As the cats have bred and acclimatise themselves to our islands, the reports are now made in urban areas. There are 22 reports of a black panther-type cat in my hometown alone. In some cases, these cats are caught on CCTV by the homeowners. Due to the lack of space and competition for food and habitat, the cats are forced closer and closer to our homes. Most of us are added bird feeders. We stock our gardens with all kinds of food for wildlife. That attracts in more than birds. You see rats and voles, mice and stoats and all manner of scurrying critters and squirrels that'll take advantage of the free food that's on offer. What it really means is there's a lot of visiting protein coming to your garden and that protein is a source for any cat. 
I mean, you see your neighbour's cat stalk the garden boundary for this very reason. In denying their existence and not managing the populations, our government has put his, us in a position of danger. Walking the dog is one of the most relaxing things that we do. It's one of the top hobbies in the UK. Now, people walking the dog of an evening or on a weekend are coming into contact with these top of the food chain predators. In a number of these cases, the cats have not slunk away as usual, but they stand their ground. And in some cases, they stalk the person as they move through the area. I wanted to give you an example of just how close they are coming to our homes, our families, our pets and us. Gloucestershire is one area I picked at random. And the cases mentioned below are all from that county. But you can multiply this by any county in the UK. A street, pardon me, a sheep stripped to the bone was killed by a big cat. Now this happened on the 12th of June uh, 2020. Local police fear a cat is terrorising a Cotswold village after a sheep carcass was found in unusual circumstances which saw it stripped to the bone. A stunned dog walker spotted a panther after the animal was found dead in a field. Farmers also worried for their livestock after the mutilated skeleton of a ewe was discovered on a footpath near South Kearney in Gloucestershire. Sheep farmer Francis Freeth, 57, had counted his flock of 110 sheep the night before and he received a call the next morning from the horrified dog walker. Images show the sheep's head, and not much more, apart from its spinal column and some ribs which are completely picked clean. It's understood to be the second ewe to be mauled to death in the past 10 days. Both ewes are from the same flock. Now, police have confirmed that they are investigating multiple reports of a black panther, which has been seen by locals in the area. The police said the sheep carcass were pulled over three four-foot-tall fences and were stripped of its flesh away from its flock. Ellie Haggart rang the local police after she spotted a large feline prowling towards her as she walked her French bulldog in the village. It is thought the cat could be the Beast of Broadwell, which has been spotted stalking Cotswold villages for several years now, and it has even been captured on film. Now, Ellie said the beast came out into full view of the footpath and did not seem to be put off at all by her presence. The 27-year-old added, I didn't know what it was at first, but I knew that it was pretty big. I wanted to assume it was an extremely large dog, but I soon realised that there was no owner with it and I could start to see certain defining characteristics of the animal that struck me as cat-like, like the feline movement of its shoulders and the difference in the shape of its legs compared to that of a dog. I don't know if it's our Oscar and I, but it started prowling slowly on our direction and I was terrified. Now, Gloucestershire Police's rural crime team are investigating whether the sighting could be linked to the carcass of Francis's dead sheep. Now, Francis said, I checked my livestock on Friday and I counted them all, 
But on Saturday morning, I received a cut from someone who was out walking and had found one of my sheep mutilated. It was disgusting. When I found it, it only had its head. That was all that was left, not much more, apart from its spine and a few ribs. It had been completely stripped bare, he said. I'm quite annoyed, really, but there's not much you can do if a beast like that's attacking your flock. I'm just hoping it won't get any more. But I wouldn't be surprised if it did, as it's a ready supply of food for it. A Gloucestershire police spokeswoman said, On the 4th of June, we had a call from a woman who thought she'd seen a large black cat near to Wildmore Way in South Kearney. Officers appealed on social media with a photo of the sheep carcass and asked if it was connected to the big cat sightings. The wildlife crime officer added the sheep was pulled over three stock fences, which are about four feet in height. It was taken from its field and stripped some distance away. Another ewe on the property also suffered the same. Now, two further potential sightings have also been reported. The wildlife crime officer had also been in contact with another farmer after a sheep carcass with similar injuries was found in a field in Ashton Keynes. Now, one newspaper stated, a spate of big cat sightings continue as the beast of Broadwell leaves onlookers flabbergasted after being spotted prowling through the Cotswolds. Now, the Fox Inn's landlord, Ed Simpson, caught sight of the beast, which he then filmed from his first floor window in the Cotswolds village of Broadwell. It follows police and RSPCA confirming that pets have vanished in the Cornwall hamlet after being stalked by a panther-like animal. Mr Simpson was flabbergasted at the size of the beast, saying, We were upstairs and we saw something out of the window and said, Look at that. There was a big cat. It paraded across the field quite happily. Then it jumped over a wall and vanished. It was really huge and it could have been the size of a Labrador. Now, in October 2019, local newspaper carried two reports of a large puma-like cat that was sighted in Burford, just 11 miles away. Bar manager Kerry Hogg, 56, first spotted the cat out the first floor window while she was in the room talking with Mr Simpson and his wife. I was upstairs having a coffee and a chat and I looked out the window and I saw what I thought was a black Labrador, she said. I went to the window to get a closer look and I said, My God, look at that. It was definitely a big cat. I'm 100% on that. I bet my life on it. There was no way that it was a domestic cat. It was huge. It was walking through the field and then it leapt up onto the wall and it just dissipated. I couldn't believe my eyes. It was massive. Miss Hogg agreed that the beast was the size of a Labrador but clearly moved like a cat. She said, I won't be parking out of the back of the pub on a late shift again. I don't want to go out there at night with that thing around. Now, a dog was attacked by a panther in April of 2019, and the police and the RSPCA confirmed that they intended the scene of the attack near Callington. Police investigators took a plaster cast of a paw print, which they say the charity has confirmed as that of a big cat. James Stevenson tried to scare the big cat off in his garden 
but was shocked to see it start running towards him. The big black cat is said to be stalking a Cornish village where several pet cats have disappeared and one dog has been left bleeding from its injuries. It had claw marks on its shoulders. Now, the police and the RSPCA, as I said, have confirmed that they attended that scene. Specialist forensic officers have taken cast of the paw prints. The prints measured about five inches. And they said that these have been confirmed by the animal charity to have been from a big cat. A local farmer has also apparently discovered its den on his land. James Stevenson, whose dog was attacked, said people needed to be aware because it may take a child next time. He recounted his own harrowing experience with the animal. James, 23, said there had been the talk of a beast in his village of Harrow Barrow for a few weeks now. He then spotted it and it attacked his Labrador dog, Marley. Two days before the terrifying moment, he came face to face with it himself in his garden. James, who lives with his mother, Tricia, in the village near Callington, said he was in his garden with Marley and the puppy, Mazer, when the beast struck. Over the last couple of weeks, we have seen this large black cat walking down the back wall of the field that's at the back of the garden, he said. It's on a stone wall and it's often carrying something the size of a lamb in its mouth. Wherever it's been carrying is about a foot off the ground, so it's very heavy. We've not paid it much attention because normally it just shies away from humans. We're not sure whether it's a puma or a panther, but it's been confirmed that it's a big cat. We're under the impression that it's a puma. We went round to warn the neighbours to keep their dogs in and safe, and they think it's a panther too. Now, the cat normally only comes out at night. I think not to blow its cover, but this one is out any time of the day because it's adapted to its surroundings. Now, Marley is a rescue dog, so he now has almost an acre of garden, whereas before he lived in a confined space, so he loves his garden. He walks around to make sure it's safe and secure every night. It's his little job, his routine. It's to make him feel safe and make sure that we're safe. Marley was doing this. He was walking the far end of the garden and I was about 20 feet from him when he suddenly was taken down to the floor as if his legs had given way from beneath him. It was like he was being pulled down. Now, he's a very agile dog and he's very careful. He's not clumsy. I thought he tripped on something and hurt himself. So I called him back and he was already beside me with his tail between his legs in fear. He was covered in blood. He had a big, deep gash on the front left leg and one between his toes. He had one on his left shoulder that was a big black claw mark as if a muddy claw had scraped down the side of him. He's still not interested in going out in the garden at night. He loves his garden and now he can't bear it. The RSPCA said it had probably already caught something and was eating it in the garden. And that's why it didn't take Marley. It was just protecting its food when it took him down. He said that when his mum first saw it, she called the police, who advised her to contact the RSPCA as it wasn't a police matter. But when the family contacted the RSPCA after Marley was attacked... Luckily, officers from Devon and Cornwall Police arrived and confirmed something had been here which should not be. 
James said they sent scenes of crimes officers who took plastic hats of paw prints from the garden, which were sent to experts for analysis. They've since confirmed that they were the tracks of a large cat. Then came a more frightening encounter with the animal in person in his own garden. James, an engineer, said, For the past few nights we've noticed large footprints down at the end of the garden. The animals don't want to go out. On Saturday night, I went out to the garden with the dogs. I have a big torch and we have to resort to putting big floodlights up to scare it off. I saw two large green eyes reflecting in the torchlight at the bottom of the garden. Now, you're told to make yourself appear big and aggressive to scare it off. I shouted to it and was waving my arms around and it actually started to run towards me. Now, that's very unusual for a big cat. So it's obviously adapting to its environment. They say you should never turn away or turn your back on a large cat and should never approach it. I was luckily close enough to the door to get back inside when it was coming at me and I didn't see it again. The dogs were still being strange. It's not afraid of humans like they normally are and there was a fair distance between us and it should have turned and ran away, but it didn't. It was very scary. We have automatic lights on the front of the house and I noticed them go on and the dogs were still unsettled. Now he's appealing for locals to keep the pets and children safe and see if they have any CCTV footage of the animal. He said, we're told by the police that to take it any further, we need to have it on video and a few other reports. It's a danger to children. If it'll take a dog, what else will it take? So far, I've heard about four or five cats in Harrow Barrow that have gone in the past week alone. One neighbour said there used to be a large amount of deer in the field and there haven't been any for four or five months. My mum's concerned for the dog's safety. One of us used to take them out on our own and let them run around. Now it's got to the point where we have to take on both leads, one dog each, at least two people at a time. It's a great concern and none of us are resting properly at night. He also added that the local farmer had found a pile of wood chippings and logs and other items which indicates the site where the animal had set up a nest or den in the area. It was in a patch of undisturbed woodland. James added, I've made contact with several cat sanctuaries and zoos to see if any of them would be interested in taking it to one of the conservation sites where this beautiful animal can be rehabilitated into a safe environment where it can be cared for correctly in an appropriate fashion. Now, the places he's contacted told him that they do not have the space or the resources to take the animal on. A police spokesman said, <clears throat> Police have received a report of big cat sightings in the Callington area. We were called on the morning of Friday the 29th by a resident of a property in near Harrow Barrow who claimed that a panther had been in their garden and attacked their dog the night prior and was later seen with another animal in its mouth. An officer attended the property, located the footprints in the garden. We called the RSPCA for advice and took a cast of the print, which they confirmed was the pad of a large cat. Over the years, there have been a number of similar reports across Devon and Cornwall, 
There is no evidence to suggest that such animals represent a danger to humans, said the police officer. It is highly likely that you should avoid a human contact and only present a danger if trapped. If any animal is sighted, it should not be approached. Now, a dog walker sees a bounding big cat in a Gloucestershire field just this month, on 7th of November 2020. Now, the witnesses were out walking the dog when they spotted the large cat. The two dog walkers are convinced that they saw a big cat leaping across the edge of a field in Gloucestershire. Now, the pair were taking their Labrador through the fields near Sirencester when they saw the massive creature around 2.30pm last Saturday, 7th of November. It was clear, mild and just an ordinary day. They couldn't quite believe what they were seeing for a moment, but they are quite sure they witnessed a large cat in the Chesterton area of the market town. Nicky from Sirencester said, I take my young Labrador there for a walk most days. I only caught a glimpse of the animal, but it was not just me that saw it. As my lab is small and young, I was very aware of other dogs that may be around and keeping my eye out, because you'd just go and run up to them regardless. Now, there's no doubt about it. What we saw was a cat, a big cat. It was massive, it was running, and it was not like a domestic cat. To start with, you could have thought that it was a dog, it was that big, but it wasn't. The animal had a small head and a different shaped back and a long tail. Now, there have been a number of reports of a strange cat recently, which had been spotted by dog walkers also in September. A panther was seen at a Gloucestershire beauty spot and a strange hand-sized print was also photographed by a local resident. In November of 2018, Gwendolyn Hewitt was looking after two dogs for a friend who lives in Burton-on-the-Water when she saw the beast. The sighting took place towards the end of 2018, but the revelation comes after an increase in big cat sightings since the lockdown. Since lockdown measures were eased, other people have started to come forward, telling of their experience with seeing large cats in the Gloucestershire countryside. Mrs Hewitt, 62, from London said... When I was babysitting two dogs, I stayed in Burton on the water. While I was staying there at the end of November 2018, I thought I saw a big black panther-sized cat. I used to stay out all day with the dogs walking to the villages, out in the fields and footpaths off Cemetery Lane, and the places of interest that were near the house. There are lots of footpaths and fields, and sometimes you could feel like you were the only person in the world, because as you walk... You never saw anyone else out there. One day, I'd been walking for hours when I looked up and I saw something that was the size of a very large black Labrador. One weekday walk, she saw what at first she thought was a large black dog. As Gwendolyn looked above the hedge top to see if there was a dog or a dog owner around, she could not see anyone around. And then the realisation of fear grabbed her and she froze for a few moments. She said, I only saw its fat legs and its tail as it disappeared behind the hedge. It was hugging the hedgerow and must have crossed a small bit of field between a wooded area and that hedgerow. So it would not have been exposed for very long. I looked up just in time to see it. It was no more than 100 yards away, but still too close for comfort. I noticed the back legs, which were thick, and the tail, and that's what alerted me and instilled fear in me. 
The tail was long and curled at the end, like that of a leopard, but black. I scanned the top of the hedgerow for the owner of this black creature, hoping to see a head bobbing along and nothing. When she collected her thoughts, Miss Hewitt quickly and quietly turned back the way that she came. Miss Hewitt said, my first primal instinct cut in. I turned, I walked back in the direction I'd come from, away from the creature, which I had a suspicion was a black panther. I told my daughter, but not the people that I dog sat for, as I thought they think I was a crackpot. Besides, I never saw its head, only its tail and its hind legs. But my instincts told me to get out of there quietly, but with a swift walk. Because if it was what I feared, I did not want it to pick up my scent or that of the dogs. I am convinced to this day that it was a black panther. Over and over again, we hear ordinary people in one county of the UK that are reporting a large, black, muscular panther. Yet our government tells us there's nothing out there. We need to be careful. When we're out in the fields or we're walking the dogs or we're out in the woodlands, just pay mind to that, that there are thousands and thousands of reports that have been made in the last 10 years alone. I think the doc- the figures for Staffordshire for a 10-year period was over 15,000 cat reports. So just keep that in your mind when you're out and about. And if you do see anything, make a report to the police because the more people that report, hopefully that will increase the knowledge of the government and because they should be out there checking and managing the populations of these cats because, as I say, they're coming right up to gardens. So I'm a wildlife lover. I always have been. But when you put an animal in a position where it's close to humans, it never ends well for the animal. And I think that's what's happening here. So we need to make some reports because there are wild spaces out there for them, you know. But as we ignored it, it's just going to become even worse. It was a spot that is about to burst, I would say, as you say in Lancashire. It's not a pot I'd like to boil. But as I say, all these people are ordinary, respectable humans just going about their ordinary day like we all are when they come across something that you'd normally meet in the jungle. Good night, everyone. And I'll see you on Tuesday for the live feed.
Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.